You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the role of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So, what is happening, everybody? Okay, that was a really bad attempt at me trying to sing for y'all, but, you know, it do be like that sometimes. You trying to harmonize everything that you say, but, yeah, no, let's not let's not get that out of hand. <laughs> But yo, what is happening? Okay, um, I hope everybody's been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. I cannot believe we're already in February because, yeah, like, uh, honestly, I don't even feel like we're in the year 2022. But here it is, and uh, time is actually flying by. It's unbelievable. And also, if you are from Guelph and nearby regions, uh... I want to like congratulate you on the second biggest snow day of the year so far. So I was literally driving home from work today and the roads, I have not seen the roads this bad. So for me to be sitting here all healthy and safe with uh, no scratches on my car, uh, it is a true blessing indeed. So I'm very grateful for that. And uh, I don't know if you're going to be dealing with snow by the time you're going to be listening to this from the radio waves. Probably yes. Like it will be very kind of quick for the snow to be melting uh, in this one day period. So yeah, you, you're probably going to be dealing with a lot of snow still. But yes, please be careful. Um, drive as slow as possible. Uh, I'm saying this especially to fellow drivers like myself out there who actually love a little bit of speed on their vehicle. Um, but no, not, not today, not, not tonight. Okay. Like, uh, it's, you just need to take all the precautions in the world to take care of yourself first and foremost, and also your car. Uh, because I'm going to tell you a story. So, wow. Story time already. Two minutes. In. But, uh, I like the. There was another snow day that we had that was really bad in Guelph, Ontario. And again, it was kind of like later at night. I was getting back from work and I, I didn't really expect the snow to be that bad or for the roads to be that bad either. So as I was driving home, there was this hill that I have to go through before I get to my street and just like get to my house. And the hill was like I was trying to wait for the red light. Uh, behind the line and uh, the hill was going downhill and so for me to get to that point in the hill I had to go a little bit uphill but once you want to go uphill you don't see the cars downhill because <laughs> you're trying to go up the hill and it was already so snowy out and the weather conditions were really bad the roads were really bad and me just thinking, oh, you know, I'm just going to, like, change my music on my phone or whatever. Or, like, change the volume of the song. Like, me just vibing to the song. Like, singing along. Uh, of course, being still, like, hella careful. But, you know, I guess I should have been more careful. Because when I uh, got 
past the the peak of the hill, if you will, to start going downhill to wait behind other cars, I realized, oh no, oh no, 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 no. There is way like too many cars here that I didn't expect to see here. Number one, number two, when you're trying to go downhill, your like your car just kind of accelerates a little bit more. Which I kind of like again in my in my mind, like my my uh, brain who was that was just trying to relax after a long day of work, trying to listen to music. <laughs> I didn't register that, I guess, you know, in that brief second, and uh, it was so slippery. It was so slippery that even when you put your brakes on, you you should have just put your brakes on from a long distance ago. Otherwise, it was not going to go well. So all these things that I could think go wrong actually went wrong for me. Thankfully, I'm okay. I was okay. My car was okay. I just realized that I couldn't really control my car anymore, especially because my car, uh, it's it's not very new. It's actually uh it's it's kind of old it's not very old but it's kind of old but then the brake system started like giving me stutters if you will uh the abs system wasn't working very good at the moment so and i i just like for a brief second i thought okay like if i have to damage my own vehicle then so be it but i'm not gonna get into a car accident or you know risk uh, putting someone else's life in danger so i immediately just uh, uh took the wheel towards the curb and i went over the curb which was horrible like it was a huge shock um <laughs> uh, but also um i was kind of happy i was like okay phew like i nothing happened nothing bad really happened thank god but that was that was uh that was a very close call uh for me at least and i'm sure there's so many of you out there who will literally go on for hours to tell me about your bad experience driving in snow so hence what's the what's the message of the soul story drive safe drive slow Drive as slow as possible and be careful. Okay. <laughs> Can't believe I spent like six minutes just talking about that. But, you know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And um, if me saying drive slow actually takes an effect on someone, then I t- I'll take it. Like, uh, that's the best thing I could do for someone in a whole day. And I, and I take full credit for that. <laughs> Anywho, so, yeah, a lot has been happening in the world right now. I don't want to get into like the politics of stuff because it's not a politics show, but uh, let's just say in society overall, there's just like a lot happening on top of the pandemic that we're still trying to deal with right now. And there's just so much going on. And, you know, sometimes you try to distract yourself uh, with the like the schoolwork that you're doing, for example, or like the work that you're doing or some of your hobbies and stuff. But Sometimes do you ever just sit back and think, wow, like I can't believe we're going through these times right now. It just feels so some of the things that are happening right now in society feel so surreal. And speaking of surreal, um, uh, the same thing is actually uh, happening in the world of sports. I want to say sports in general, because today we're going to be talking a little bit about some weird things and shocking things that have been talked about not just in the world of combat sports but specifically in the world of football so 
what a time to be alive. Uh, I'm just going to start with that. And we're going to take it from there. So what a time to be alive that we're witnessing everything from Tom Brady's retirement this week to us witnessing a professional pillow fighting championship league. Okay, so let let all that sink in. Okay. And I also have another uh, headliner, which is like very, very positive and optimistic. But I'm going to leave that uh, that part for later in the show because I thought, I don't know, before I started the show, I was like, you know what? For me to make that contrast between Tom Brady's retirement and the pill fighting championships, that's like, you know, like two things that you would never think you would ever see in the world of sports, period. So... I'm going to start with the two utter extremes of, uh, you know, all headlines in the world of sports. And those are the big two that I just told you about. So Tom Brady retired from football after 22 years, which is unbelievable. It was something that you kind of you kind of expected but you never really harped on the idea because you're like, oh, you know, it's Tom Brady. Like, he's the greatest of all time. And he's just so successful. Why would he ever want to retire, right? And he finally made that decision, that determining decision that he just didn't want to do it anymore. And nobody was expecting it, right? Because especially from last year's Super Bowl, uh, in which Tom Brady was playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and they won the Super Bowl. And they were like, okay, this is like a new chapter in this whole Tom Brady uh, journey. And uh, it's only going to get better from here. And he's going to have a whole other thing with the Bucs, trying to gain a lot of victories for them and trying to help their team out and whatnot. So that's what we all thought, right? And uh, lo and behold, this week, Tom Brady just comes out and says, you know what? Peace out. Like, I've had my share of the game and it's been a good ride. Pretty, I'm, I'm obviously paraphrasing, okay? But um, he was just expressing how grateful he's been for this whole journey and that he has accomplished everything that he wanted to this this whole time and 22 years isn't um a short period of time it's actually it's a lot especially for professional sports that shows you how resilient and genuinely good a player is because um usually when you get older you get past your prime age and especially with uh, professional sports you have to have some sort of a uh like an elite conditioning and agility and just athletic abilities that is that peaks with your prime age of you know like late 20s early 30s and once you go past that point things just start to go a little bit slow and you're not as as good as you used to be before but for Tom Brady to be to have been in the sport professionally for 22 years, that definitely tells you something. Um, and it tells you that he was definitely like, he was just made from a different cloth. And we see it all the time. Like we have so many football players right now in the NFL and also like the CFL or what have you. But it, like, think about it. Has anybody made it this far for this many years with all the accomplishments that Tom Brady has accomplished so far? 
when you think about the biggest accomplishments in football, the only name that comes to mind is that of Tom Brady. So again, that tells you something. That tells you something about his greatness and that he indeed just just possessed something that, again, like a regular athlete wouldn't really have. And it's just so hard to dissect because I actually wrote an article about Tom Brady's um, status as a goat, as the greatest of all time, right? Wow, this is actually so surreal because I wrote this article exactly a year ago after the Super Bowl was done and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won. I just I sat down and I said, okay, you know what? Like for someone to be accomplishing all of these amazing things, uh, they need to be made of a special cloth. And uh, what what does it really take for someone to be a goat to be the greatest of all time? So I sat down and actually listed out all the things that I thought uh, distinguished Tom Brady from some some of his fellow peers and fellow players. Okay, so one thing that would actually, I guess this is like, this part is like a big tribute to Tom Brady, though, because of his retirement. And um, I'm honestly like getting goosebumps just trying to recall some of these facts for y'all about Tom Brady and why I think he has that special X factor in him that makes him the, the best of all time. So number one thing that you should know about Tom Brady is that uh, one of his qualities that makes him one of the best and one of the greatest ever period is that Tom Brady actually didn't start out as being the greatest of all time. He started out as being the most mediocre football player that I can possibly think of. So in high school, in his uh, high school football career, he was a quarterback, but he was the worst quarterback that I could possibly think of. If you go back and um, read some of the interviews that were done with his past coaches, you would see all those reports. He was not a good player in high school. Um, in college, he was doing a little bit better, but uh, when he tried out for the NFL, he was, dra- he was draft number 200, which is, you know... It's like when you when you're going to play a game and people pick you last, that's this is like the equivalent of that, right? So, that's how things initially started for Tom Brady. But the important thing is how do you go from there to where he is right now being the the most accomplished football player of all time period? I would say okay, so determination is one thing and i'm sure a lot of these you kind of expected to hear from me hard work dedication and just like 100 percent to to go further into the dedication part you have to be 100 percent dedicated to your craft to your art otherwise it's not gonna uh like plan out the way that you want it's not going to be that perfect, okay? So Tom Brady, like, he he worked hard, but he also, like, he was pretty much consumed by this whole football lifestyle. So he worked harder than before, and uh, he just, he had a really high game IQ. He, you know, in addition to all the athletic skills that we should applaud Tom Brady for, you know, his his awesome aim and when he would throw um, uh, throw to like fellow players and stuff like, yeah, he had accuracy, you know, blah, blah, blah. And again, this is not a football show, so I'm not going to get too specific on the specific like 
techniques that Tom Brady was so good at, but I'm going to tell you about his mentality, that champion slash goat mentality, which is you having to be obsessed with the thing that you have at hand and you working at it so much that you essentially like it's your thing. Like, you know it better than anyone else, and that's the best position that you can be in when you want to be a master of your craft. That's exactly what Tom Brady did when it came to being a quarterback in football. So he did all that. But also, another thing that I, I just thought about was... Uh, his his relationship with his teammates and as uh, and his uh, coaches okay so people if you talk to anyone people had a lot of trust in Tom Brady like they wouldn't ever doubt him uh, or you know like if something happened in a game they wouldn't be like why would Tom Brady do that you know like everybody would just trust the process and would trust Tom Brady um, from fellow teammates like uh, Gronkowski you know, to coach Belichick and like everybody, like they would just give him a cue. They would just give Tom Brady a cue and Tom would just take it from there and he would like add his own twist and magic to it. And people wouldn't really doubt his strategy because they trusted him that much because they trusted that he was the best. Like he, he had worked so much towards his craft and his art of football that nobody ever doubted him and they had 100% trust in him. That's why Tom Brady won so many Super Bowls. He's the only um, person who has more uh, Super Bowl rings than any franchise in the NFL. Now let that sink in. He's the mo- He's more accomplished than any, any like, NFL entity any NFL team partially because you know he kind of like switched teams in between like going from the Patriots the New England Patriots to the Buccaneers he has seven Super Bowl rings um and it's just uh it is indeed a record for 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 the time being I don't know who out there is gonna be breaking that record for a long long time but again all, all of the stuff that I'm telling you, it should tell you something that, okay, yeah, everybody says Tom Brady is the GOAT, but why is he the GOAT? Well, here's all the evidence as to why he's the GOAT, right? So, because of all those things, I'm just like personally also reflecting back on his career. And I'm not going to lie, at first when I saw the news, I, I was a little bit shocked because... I thought he had definitely a lot more in him, but nobody knows an athlete better than him or herself. So I 100% respect his decision to want to re- to want to retire. And I know that for football, when you retire, like you're pretty much retired um, forever. Actually, though, I'm not going to lie. Uh, when Tom Brady wants to switch teams from the New England Patriots to the Bucks. He was retired for a brief period of time. Uh, and then he just came out of retirement saying that he had signed with the Buccaneers and stuff. So that was like a big shock to us all. But now um, I actually read his statement, his personal statement. And to me, it felt like, okay, yeah, I just feel like 
uh, like he's hanging up the gloves, man. He's hanging up them gloves. And uh, I guess in this case, he's just like hanging up his helmet, his football helmet or whatever. But I could tell that, you know, that's that's it for him. That's it. And uh, to go out at the top of its game, I think that's also very important. He didn't really wait until his performance really like fully declined because of age or what have you. He uh, made the right decision of wanting to retire himself at a good stage of his career. I don't want to say full on prime because that's a that's a strong word. But I would say he retired at a good spot in his career. And I would say one thing that really triggered it was the fact that the Buccaneers couldn't really go to the Super Bowl this year because otherwise, if they were going to the Super Bowl, yeah, I mean, obviously he would play in the Super Bowl. If they won, great. He would retire with another ring. If not, then I feel like he would still retire. I just feel like um, in, in combat sports, let me just give you an example like this. In combat sports, we say... Oh, X and Y fighter has two more fights left in a period, right? And that's that's legit. It means uh, physically the person is not able to carry on any more matches or fights, period. And I know it sounds hard to, to quantify it like that, but that's exactly how it works. I don't like it's hard to explain the science behind it, but that's exactly how it works. Okay. And I feel like in this case, Tom Brady, yes, he was very incredibly successful. But past this whole Super Bowl, even if his team did get to the Super Bowl, I feel like that was it for him. Um, Like, logically, it made sense that he wanted to retire at this stage as opposed to, say, like he stayed with the Buccaneers for another season and say his mind wasn't in it anymore and... They would just keep playing games and they would lose, 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 lose. Like, would, would he prefer to have that or just try to go out while he's at the top? Obviously, the second option, he has Tom Brady. He's smart. He knows exactly what he's doing. And he's going out while he's still on top. And um, he's the greatest of all time, period. And he has all the money. <laughs> he has his whole life, um, pretty much the retirement life ahead of him. He has a successful um, brand, TB12, Tom Brady 12, number 12, and the Brady clothing line. Um, and he has a lot of, yeah, like I said, like he has a lot of side hustles going on. So maybe he just wants to focus on those type of stuff. And uh, he can probably use his public image to make money even more. He doesn't really need to play football anymore to be well off in his life. But... You know what, man? He did everything that he could for football, and his name will always be in history whenever we're talking about the greatest of all time in the NFL. So shout out to Tom Brady, man. I hope he enjoys this next chapter of his life and that things are uh, good for him right now and that he is um, genuinely happy with this decision that he's made for himself right now. But yeah, speaking of retirement, like people going into retirement, somebody's actually coming out of retirement. So Ronda Rousey, like in the meanwhile of all this uh, Tom Brady fiasco, uh, Ronda Rousey came out and said that she is coming out of retirement, which is perfect news 
because you guys probably know i don't know if you've told i don't know if i have told you but one of the well not one but the main reason that i got hooked on to mma was ronda rousey i i i would see ronda uh and like movies and stuff and i knew that ronda did mma i wasn't really into mma at the time but i saw how cool she was and i was literally just obsessed with her as a young girl i looked up to her so much and then um i started watching her fights and from her fights i initially got hooked on to the beautiful world of mixed martial arts honey so that's how I got hooked on and I was really disappointed when things didn't go her way and the UFC and then you guys probably know um after the UFC she signed with uh professional wrestling like the WWE and so she did really well there and yeah I guess she was like a like a villain in the WWE at least the way that they portrayed her anyways but um she had to retire herself because she became a new mama so she had a beautiful baby girl and now i guess she's feeling more comfortable just getting back into training camp and getting back into shape postpartum and uh you know i i just love it i love that for her because for the longest time i was like okay i don't even know if ronda rousey's gonna be coming back into combat sports period like maybe she just wants to live a low-key life which she has every right to live that life if she wanted to but you know deep in our hearts like as ronda rousey fans were like oh like we just missed the queen okay like we we want more ronda rousey action if it's in the wwe if it's in the ufc wherever it is we just want more ronda rousey but yes okay so so i guess she listened to us okay which is pretty good so she is gonna be making a comeback to the wwe and i'm so proud of her so so excited to be seeing her come back and uh it'll be very interesting very very interesting uh and i wonder what's next for her is the organization gonna be doing like doing some sort of organizational change around ronda, around ronda rousey excuse me because i know they have i don't okay i have to be honest i don't 100 percent catch up with my wwe but um i know that i know a lot of the divas there so like the the women uh wrestlers there and i know that um like they have a really good roster there and ronda rousey yeah like she was a very big name there as well but we like the wwe world knew her mainly from uh the ufc right like if ronda rousey were a fresh face and she were just trying to make it in the wwe it would be very hard for her and i feel like you know compared to some of the other divas who work in the wwe full time and that's how they that that's how they initially got started in the world of combat sports um she yeah like she is not always um the number one character if you will in their uh how do i put this so that people aren't offended like in their skits like their fight skits okay i'm sorry like that was a very poor way of putting it but you know what i mean because they're choreographed after all and you know but yeah like in their storyline okay yeah that's better um but she is like everybody knows that it's ron rousey and she's badass you know 
But I really wonder now that she's going to be making her comeback, is the organization going to make her more of a leading character in these um, storylines, in these WWE storylines? Or who is she going to be facing off against soon? Uh, because like I said, there's so many successful divas already. Um, but I wonder how things are going to play out for her. So good for her. Um, shout out to Ronda Rousey for coming out of retirement. Shout out to Tom Brady for going into retirement. Uh, both decisions are very much respectable. Hats off to both uh, individuals uh, because they're both GOATs. They're the greatest of all time, regardless of retirement, yes or no. Okay, so uh, I don't have time to talk about pillow fighting championships, but I'll definitely give you give you guys some clue next time as to what it's all about and what's honestly, what's all the fuss about. So yeah, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week. Y'all, make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. And you can also go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to download our episodes. And until next time, it's your girl, Janan, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.